0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind Podcast, episode 25. This is Michael, and here with me I have Anthony and Ryan.
1: What's up? What's
0: up? Yeah. Uh, let's get started with uh, some news, Ant.
1: Do you want to do news first, or what we've been playing?
0: Um, sure, we can go into what we've been playing. Mine has okay, been well- very light. I'll just start with mine if you want. I've been just continuing playing Citizens Earth, so I can wrap up my review. That's pretty much it. But How are you so far? I, I I love it. I'm being lazy as the president and getting people to follow me and fight for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, it's it's been fun. I I like the um the music, and the humor, and um the 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 RPG elements. It's it's entertaining.
1: Yeah, it's very earthbound, um, yeah. ish, Which is which is by far a good thing in my opinion. Um. Somebody else on the site didn't think so, but uh, no, I he, I extremely enjoy it. <laughs> what does he know? But anyways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, did you wanna did you wanna get into it? Because I know I've talked about it on the podcast before.
0: No, I mean, we don't have to because I know we we well, talked about it in great detail. A lot, I think a few podcasts ago. Yeah. So we're, we have um, to repeat ourselves. It's fine.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Um, if if you want, check back. Uh, we we list what we talk about in our podcast, so you can go back a few episodes. I I talked about it in pretty pretty hefty detail. Um, is there anything different about the Wii U version to the PC version? Because I know you're uh, reviewing it on Steam.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, obviously, besides the 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 obvious differences of having the Wii U gamepad and the different menu options. Um. That's the only thing I can really see. Uh, it runs really smooth. Menus are obviously just different, and that's it, honestly.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it, Yeah, it's a great game. So, um, yeah, you can check out my review on NintendoFever.com. Um, I know Sean's reviewed it for the Vita uh, on Game Gravy, and you are reviewing it for Steam yeah, on Game Gravy. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um, I'll get into then what I've been playing since you've uh, – that's all you've been playing. But I've been playing – a game for the 3DS called Kami, which means paper in Japanese. I did a little research on that, even though it... I, I didn't... It had paper on the little logo that you download, but I was like, does it really mean paper? Cause I, 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 so I had to do a little okay. research, and it does mean paper, oh. but it also it's also like some like spirit and some religion there as well, so it has like a double meaning. But it, the, the one having to do with the game is paper. Uh, basically what you're doing is it's like a paper... It's like an origami kind of game where you're like folding up the colors to mesh them together to get the screen to basically just be one color. If anyone's ever played Color Zen, it's almost identical to the to the fact that it's it, it's the same goals. Color Zen uses shapes. This only uses um blocks though so if it picture like a 2d like pick cross puzzle with a bunch of different colors and you're you have to click on a color to change the color and then you have to try to blend it and mesh it till they all become one color kind of hard to explain like in words like talking but if you've seen it it would make more sense um all i can say is it'll have like different color like up to four different color designs on it and as you like tap a color you want to try to blend it and make it touch another color so then that becomes part of what you've just tapped. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're eventually trying to get the screen all to be one color in a and a certain amount of moves. So, like, you get a gold medal and a perfect for getting, say, three moves, if you can do it in three taps. Um, then you, it'll let you get a silver with one more tap, and then anything beyond the two taps, it, it like, over, it's, it's a fail, and you have to restart. One of the things I really liked about this game is it had a restart button. So at any point, you could restart the puzzle. Like, you don't have to pause it or anything. You just tap the button. Or you can back up turns. So you can, like, kind of do undos. Which is awesome. Like, it it, it makes it so much faster to, like, be able to solve the puzzle. If you're like, hey, that didn't work, let me just undo my last move, you can do that. If you want to undo your last three moves, you could do that as well. So, that's that. I I really liked how, how like, streamlined they made it. Um, it's pretty bare when it comes to menus and stuff, but it's okay because it's a very simplistic game. Um, it's it's not too difficult to navigate the menus, and the simplistic approach, I think, in this game kind of worked a little bit better for it. Um,. Yeah, it's a really fun game. I I enjoyed it. I, I actually liked it a little bit better than Colors then. I thought they did a little bit better job, and it brought it together a little bit better. Um one gripe I had is like the cool stuff is happening on your top screen, but you're always looking at the bottom screen because that's where you're tapping, and like all the cool animations of the paper folding is always going on on the top screen. So you like really don't like I- unless you tap and then look up, you really don't get to see the cool animations. So um that that'd be like my one gripe is if they could do like the the paper folding on the bottom screen. I, I don't know what you would do with the top screen then, but I I, I felt like the bot like there there wasn't like. You know, that I didn't have enough time to look up. I was always mm-hmm. kind of just looking down, but yeah, that's 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 about it. Um, you 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 can uh, read my review on it on GameGravy.com. It should be up, and I would say, well, it'll be up by the time this podcast is up. Um, I'm already done writing it. It just it's just going through the editing process, but it, it'll so it'll be up by the time the podcast up. You can go on GameGravy.com, read it. Um, it also be on Game Rankings once they update it. Uh, The other game I've been playing that um, I should have the review up for this by tomorrow or Thursday is uh, Paparazzi. This is from Pringo Dingo Games. Oh, um, by the way, Cammie is from Circle Entertainment. Um, That's who published it. The developers are Fly High Studios and State of Play. But um, Okay, so back to Paparazzi. I've been playing this uh, for the Wii U. And I'm reviewing it for GameGravy. com. Um, Ryan with us from NintendoFever.com, com. He's reviewing it over there. Uh, we've been we've been uh, texting each other back and forth about the game, so we've we've been having a little bit of fun about that. Like that's for sure. That's probably the most fun we've had with it. Um, <laughs> 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 now, now I, I don't want to be mean. I, I, I because they they seem like really nice guys over there, Pringo Dingo. Um, but I just I I. I do not like the game. I, I'm not having any fun with it. Uh, do you, I'll let you talk about a little bit about it, Ryan, and then I'll jump in. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, no. Well, yeah, it's I. Yeah, our feelings are pretty much the same. It's, you know, it's not a whole lot of fun. I'm not really having a lot of fun with the game. And I think it's just due to some some really strange design choices. I mean, but the gist of it is, I guess, two player mode. One person is the paparazzi using a camera, um, to try to, to snap pictures of the other player who's basically almost like a, a frogger type going behind buildings and crowds of people hiding so that they don't get their picture taken. Um, sounds pretty simple, but due to some, some control issues, um, it's not quite as easy as it should be to move from point A to point B in the game and lots of, I don't know if you want to call them particle effects or or what, but there's just almost too much happening on screen to really keep track of anything that's going on. So it kind of kills that element in one of the major gameplay things, which is trying to hide from the camera and you can't really hide from the camera cuz you don't know which direction you need to go cuz you can't see. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think um one of my th- things about it is that, like the single player is a throwaway mode. Like there's like there really is no point in having the single player there. If they had just came out and said it's a party multiplayer game, I think I would have been okay with that. Um uh, the reason I say that is because in the single player mode, you could only play as a celebrity. The computer's controlling the camera, and it, they're in the power-ups that are available in the multiplayer aren't in the single player. So it, it it kind of ruins part of the game. I, granted, I understand why they're not there because you have power-ups such as like your character multiplies, like and you, there's like twenty of you. Well, that doesn't make sense because the CPU knows who you are, so it's not gonna. It, it really has no effect. Um, now it'll have an effect on a human opponent because they have to try to figure out which of the 20 people that it multiplied to. Um, there's also, like, other effects, uh, that, like, will speed you up and you'll go really fast, um, to try to get away from the, the, uh, um, the second player who's snapping pictures of you. But, I I mean, it's just subtle effects. Is it better multiplayer? Yes. Is it still not good? Yes. Um, (laughs) It, but but the main purpose of the game is you have like a meter at the top. The paparazzi tries to get money, and you try to keep your dignity as a celebrity. Um, whoever's whoever, whatever side the bar is teetered on at by the time the celebrity gets to the limo at the end, uh, wins. So, um, the, the way you can get the bar to go down for the celebrity is by running into fans with hearts coming above their heads. Um, and the way to get your get the money from for the paparazzi is to snap the picture of the celebrity. Um, one of the cool things about the game was I did like the celebrities, well at least a few of them. I thought was pretty funny. The bear on the trike, I I thought that was hilarious. Um, the the what, what was the uh, the gangster guy? Uh, I thought he was pretty funny looking too.
2: Oh oh man!
1: It was like gazillion gazillionaire mm-hmm. or something like that and, and and i thought he was it, it was funny he was just kind of like a I don't know like a two chains looking kind of guy um I, I thought he was pretty funny looking um but i mean they had like your they had like your normal like who, like celebrities they had like a soccer girl i forget her name but and then they had like some like country singer guy and but but th- i thought like that was like the cool thing is like you could change your character and and, and, it, and it had a little bit of fun with it there but um the game kind of i mean I can't say it really looks much better than an Atari or an NES game, uh, graphically. Well,
2: no, isn't that like well, oh, retro? Yeah, no, I mean it's it's yeah, definitely retro, like minimal pixel style.
1: Yeah, real. I mean the colors are brighter than those systems. That's for sure. I mean they definitely use a nice color palette, but it's it's very 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 pixelated art style. Um, it's it it was a weird choice. Uh, another flaw with the game is the controls are really flighty. Um they like like you'll be running your character and it'll kind of like float and like when you're turning it's like mm. a rounded turn um it, it's not very sharp and it kind of it kind of hurts you playing as a celebrity trying to run away from the uh, paparazzi i i do like how it's kind of um how the multiplayer one person uses the gamepad and one person uses a Wii remote and it kind of kind of makes for like a kind of a unique experience but again it's i, I don't i don't know i i think it's I don't think it's a game I could recommend.
2: Yeah, and you put that way more eloquently than I, sir. Thank you.
1: You're you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't want to be no, mean but, to anybody because I like the guys over right. there. I just uh, I you know, it just I, I it's just not, not my game. That that's for sure. Not nothing that I could get into.
2: So the the name of the uh the gangster is <laughs> Debrillion Eastboy.
1: There you
2: go. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, I mean,
2: that's one thing that's kind of cool though is like at least the characters had character.
1: Yeah, that 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 was it's. And again, I always played as the bear on the trike because that was just awesome. It just reminded me of uh, Madagascar.
0: Right. <laughs> no, that's funny.
1: Yeah, so it was like it was like a bear, a big bear wearing like a tutu, riding a little trike, and I'm like, that's hilarious mm-hmm. to me. Um, but. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what I wound up doing. Um, the other game, I know that we both... Been, have you been playing anything else besides Monster Hunter, Ryan?
2: Um, well, I mean, not really. I, I, you know, toyed around a little bit with um, Moon Chronicles because of the new 3DS, and then um, finished the last stage of Gunman Clive.
1: Okay, well, Should... we'll, we'll skip over those, because I know we've talked about both of those on previous podcasts. Okay. Um we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about Monster Hunter. How far have you got into it cuz I'm in the 2 star um levels.
2: Um that's where well, yeah, about where I'm at in the the single player portion. Yeah, I'm still hunter rank 1. though.
1: Okay. So am I um I are were you a fan of the previous Monster Hunter games? Yes. Okay. See, I'm. I was. Not, I <laughs>
0: was <sounded> not. You <laughs> hesitated on that I, one. <laughs> I
1: I was not a fan of the previous Monster Hunter games. I thought that the, I, the idea and the scope of the games were really cool. I just thought the execution and the like it was really weak. Like I thought there should have been a locking, a better locking system. I thought the menu system was really clunky and confusing, way more than it needed to be. Um, how How do you feel about this new game?
2: Um. I mean, for for me as as somebody that's actually, I mean, I remember playing the, the original one on the, the PlayStation 2 way back in the day. Um, I think it's probably the most accessible Monster Hunter, and not and not in a way that it, um, like deteriorates what made it awesome for the people that have been playing it for a while. I mean, like the the tutorial is much longer explains the game's mechanics way better. It doesn't just kind of dump you into a lot of this stuff like the series used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's, it's still, it's still not an easy game, um, to play. I like it. I, I love, um, you know, the fact that it's finally online on a portable. I'm a little sad that there's no voice chat. um, but I mean I think it's a, a great evolution of it considering the fact that, you know, the where they've where they started, where they're at, with um some of the new areas and things that they do now, with having a completely new area just for for G rank to um like the exploring new regions and them giving you specific tasks while you're there for the guild. I mean it seems even bigger in scope than some of the previous ones, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's based in one village, and then you just kind of go out into this different areas. There's a lot more to it this time around.
1: Yeah. Okay, so so I'll get into my impressions so far of what I've played, being, being someone that did not like the previous ones. So I booted the game up. The opening CG cutscene is amazing. That blew me away. <laughs> Loved it. Um, the tutorial level, we were on the airship. Really cool. I, I thought that whole thing was was really cool. Better than anything they did at the beginning of Monster Hunter 3. Um, then from there, it was Monster Hunter 3 all over again. You, you get to the town. It, clunky menu system. I couldn't figure out how to get online for like 15 minutes. Um, the... The beginnings really simple, boring fetch quests, and it's—I I don't know—I I mean, maybe there's a certain point I gotta get past before I start enjoying the game, but it has like it it, it like it got me in with the first like fifteen. Actually, it's probably more of, like thirty, forty minutes, like the whole beginning scene. It, it, like I was totally hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, wow, this game's awesome. Then it threw me in the town, and I was just like, oh, here we go. It's it, it's Monster Hunter Three all over again. And it's, it, I don't know. I just like, maybe I'm just not meant to play monster hunter. Maybe I need to give it another hour of time, get past the fetch quests, get to some cool stuff, but I, I'm not enjoying it again.
2: <laughs> oh, um, well, it's, it's funny. Cause like when I said like more accessible, the, the tutorial's much longer and it, it's because it kind of goes back and it, you know, the, the fetch quests and stuff are, are used to get you to basically learn and realize that anytime you go out on a hunt, you have to mine, you have to rummage because of the fact that all of that stuff is, I guess, used in whether it's your potions. I mean, it, it's so friggin' it is, it's not easy to get into because of the fact that there's so much grinding involved in everything that you do. Um, but i also think that the the single player stuff has never been a strong point of monster hunter. the game is not nearly as fun by yourself. it's extremely difficult. it definitely shines when you have a group of people who are playing together doing the the online stuff. it just it works better and it's it's more fun playing with friends and going and gathering things and and grinding certain monsters to get specific armor sets and things.
1: So now can I play the single player and bring that character online? Is that like everything I do? It's
2: exactly the the same. Yes. So if you and I were to hop in or, you know, into a a game, I can create a lobby. You find me on your friends list, hit join. And if there's a, a passcode, you can enter the passcode, you can hop in. And then there's a ton of quests to go. On from there, from simple like you said, like the fetch quest, which is you know, bring back five of a specific mushroom, to you know hunt six jaggies with a sub quest of slay you know a great jaggy and and things like that. And as you're doing it and you're carving, you get you know instead of leveling up, it's all your levels are your armor, which you get from killing things.
1: Okay, and. So, um, am I am I just crazy, or do you agree with the fact that the menu systems are still very clunky?
2: Um, <laughs> that, that's kind of hard because I'm I'm used to the menu systems. So, I mean, for me, it they don't bother me. But I, you know, I I've played Monster Hunter the the original one, which they're way better now than what they were back then. Um, but from you know try two, three ultimate on the, um, on the Wii U. I don't, it's, I don't know. They, for whatever reason, it's probably because I just know my way around them that I don't see that aspect anymore, but I could see them being, you know, clunky or daunting if you don't know kind of like what I- everything is.
1: Like, I was talking to uh, Jeff, one of the other writers on Game Gravy today, and I'm like, okay, I talked to my Pelico. I dressed him up in Mario Gear. How do I get him to join my party? I didn't realize you have to go to the back of the room and go to a menu board to get him to join your party. I'm like, why can't I just talk to him and tell him to join my party? Like, Uh like. Like, like to me, it's just it's just little things like that. Or like even to get online, like why isn't it as easy as like walking into the guild area or the gathering hall and just talking to someone and say turn online? Or even when I walk into there, why isn't my online just automatically on? True. <laughs> I you mean, know, it's I, it's, just, I, it's just like I, everything I, takes like five extra steps to do in that game.
2: See, for the for the online though, it, I mean. If I remember correctly, it is pretty easy to, to start up a room. I know you can't just go into the guild hall and and it puts you online, but I know you can just open it.:
1: Oh no, once I figured out how to do it, it's really easy you, it, It's a button at the bottom of the screen, but yeah. it, it's, but there there was nobody to tell you that <laughs> like I, I don't know, it was just a really weird system like I, I think like when you walk into a gathering hall, since it's meant to be online, it should just put you online
2: oh but the the gathering hall isn't just online though. That's, oh. used, that's used in the single player for other stuff. It's part of the story as well.
1: Oh, okay. I I don't know, but why can't they do a, a, an always online thing like Pokemon does or like um, Fantasy Life does? Because
2: nah, it's, cause it's Capcom and they probably don't think about that stuff.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's just like, it just seems like it like the menu systems to me are still very, very clunky, but I, I'm going to, I'll still give it a try. Um, Maybe me and you could hook up. I'll get your, uh, I'll get your friend code. Ugh, I hate saying that word. It's a, it's a dirty, it's a dirty word. Um, After the podcast <laughs> and uh, me and you can link up and we, we could try it online.
2: Definitely. No, it's, it's, it's way more fun online, you know, with, with a group of people and, Man, when you, when you start finding the, the armors and things, I think it's also, for me, I have friends who are super into it that, you know, micromanage all of their stats down to it's got this much fire and it's got this much of this resistance. And I play it and I just want cool looking armor that won't get me, <laughs> you know. Um,
1: yeah, I, I'm all, all about the aesthetic look as well.
2: And I think for a lot of things is, you know, and I'm going to bring up the, a game a lot of people like, and for me, I think it's interesting is, is it similar to dark souls in the fact that it's brutal and it doesn't help you in certain ways that we've become accustomed to helping, you know, being helped with like,
0: like some of the lock
2: on and stuff. And then depending on what weapon you use depends on how long the strike is. You know, if you're using a big, heavy sword, it takes a second to pull the sword out and to pull it up and over where, you know, we're not again, and we're not used to that in a lot of video games because our heroes, you know, one hand, a sword that's, you know, 10 feet long and swing it around like, like no tomorrow. But in monster hunter, they don't, there's a lot of weight and, you know, have to everything that you do or not. If you, you know, you want it to be a little bit faster paced, choose the dual blades. And then it's a much more, you know, kind of that traditional quick style combat.
1: Gotcha. All right. So um, real quick, give us a rundown of your thoughts about the uh, system, the new 3DS system. Cause you're the only one, I think out of the three of us, that got one. <laughs>
2: um, I freaking love it. Um, the, <laughs> one, the, one, the one thing I don't like or I didn't like was the system transfer. Um, I knew it was going to be long, uh, because of all the, the games and stuff that i have but i think it took probably in the neighborhood of six hours or so wow to do the complete online for me um but again that's you know i have a i have a 32 gig card in my um my 3ds and i have a crap ton of games and i knew it was going to take longer um and i'd rather do that than try to copy stuff over to an SD card over to this, do this. Now just the simple, easy process. I'll, you know, hit download and let them transfer it via the internet. I mean, I also don't have the fastest internet, so that could have been an issue, but I know it takes a while, but I know everything that was there kind of comes across. Um, the screens much, much brighter. Um, than the, the old 3ds um they've got some cool stuff that i don't remember the the original 3ds having or like the xl i should say um it's got an auto brightness option um which is default on which is kind of strange because you're playing something and it'll kind of brighten up and then it might dim a little bit which made me at first to believe that maybe my my brand new new 3ds was busted um but no it's it's got an option for it like your cell phone or any of the other smart products. Um, that little analog nub, pretty sweet. <laughs> it you doesn't like it? move though, which is takes a little getting used to. It's it's pressure based.
1: So is it more of like a trackpad?
2: Um, yeah, like the old old like um little like analog nub kind of things that used to be on laptops.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's I, similar I to that. I can't,
0: I can't visualize like that would make. I can't imagine it makes that much of a difference though. Like people are like swearing that it's amazing and stuff, but I guess I just have to play it. it Let's see what it, it
2: does. And it's funny because I wondered at first, it was nice. One of the reasons I did it is, well, when it, it was new, it has the NFC, you know, faster stuff, Xenoblade, but hmm. as somebody that also had, um, and has the, the, what is it? Circle Pad Pro for the XL. That nub is is better than that add on, like I guess circle pad, okay. by far. Mm-hmm. And and I I tried it out with that's why I was playing Moon Chronicles is I wanted to see if I would be able to tell the difference between the old circle pad and then the new like analog nub, and I was able to to maneuver you know my my sight and stuff much much smoother. Um, and in much smaller increments than I could with the CirclePad Pro. It felt good.
1: Very good. Cool. How's the uh, facial tracking?
2: Oh, (laughs) yeah, and one of the the most important features. Um, That's actually really neat. Um, It works extremely, extremely well. Um, As far as giving that sweet spot, there's – You know, no issue like there used to be kind of on the the old 3DS, depending on the slider. You know, if you had your slider all the way back, if you moved just a little bit, you could lose the 3D image. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And this, I mean, let me turn it on so I can really... Does uh, it work in a dark room? Yes, very much so. Because it uses infrared, and if you move the system like really quick it looks, it's looking for your face and when you're like in your eyes, you can kind of make it so you can see it adjusting the image to fit your line of sight.
1: Wow. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty, um, sounds pretty advanced. Like I, I I'm definitely excited about trying that out and seeing how, how well it works for me.
2: Yeah, no, I mean it's, it is, it's one of those things that when, when you start kind of messing around with it just, it surprised me, it kind of, like you said, how how advanced it was. I did not expect it to to be that sensitive and be able to really track that much motion. And it is. It's kind of a neat thing to you know tilt your head sideways really quick and watch the 3ds, you know, adjust the image back to where it needs to be for you. But if you're just you know your normal movement, playing you know moving your head around and stuff, it doesn't really it doesn't affect the 3D image at all, even with the slider all the way up. Gotcha. I, mean, I can that's, move awesome. in my 3DS at least a couple inches, probably. Both left, right, up, down, and you don't lose the 3D image, so...
1: I, I'm definitely excited to get my hands on one, but unfortunately, right now, I'm going to put my finances elsewhere, so I will not be getting one for a little yeah. while. me too. I yeah. just bought
0: my 3DS XL... A while ago, so like not too long ago actually. So I'm like, I don't want to just get rid of it now.
1: Yeah, and and I have the Zelda Special Edition of the um the XL. So it, it's like, don't I I don't I liked the Majora's Mask one, but I also really like the way that one looks. So I mean, if someone can make me an offer I can't refuse, maybe I'll sell it. But I don't know. It, it, like, make you it, an it's...
0: offer you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, come on, man. I'm
0: Italian. You know I got to go that route. But, uh, <laughs> I know. I just laugh. It's funny. So, well, and um... It's,
2: so it's, it's also cool, though, too, because it's it's very similar to the, like, expansion pack for a game like Monster Hunter. You know, Monster Hunter on the, on the new 3DS runs smoother and has better textures than the one that's on the old 3DS. Um... And you can definitely see the the difference in the way the menus load, Um, eShop, much faster, getting into all those little apps and stuff is a much smoother, much faster um, experience than it was before.
1: Very cool. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to, to trying it out. And I know, like, I never even touched the Miiverse or the internet because it was so slow beforehand, so that's also something I'll definitely be looking forward to. Um, Let's let's go ahead and get into some news. Um, Let's kick it off with kind of some, I don't know if it's big news, but it's been definitely making some waves and headlines in the uh, gaming community. There's people that are... Dead set on one side of the fence while other people are on the other side of the fence about it and um so there was a leak last week from a youtuber um i, I don't remember his name, but he basically finished the order eighteen eighty six in five hours um oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so and that was including cutscenes, so he said it was half gameplay half cutscenes. But then, I mean, it came out later that he ran straight through the game. Might have been playing it on easy, wh- whichever. Um, it doesn't really matter to me when it comes down to it. Um, this is my feeling about the length of games and the price of games and the whole thing. Is I if to me if it's something I really want to play, if I enjoyed. Even if it was five hours, if I enjoyed my five hours then and and I felt it was worth sixty dollars then I don't really care mm-hmm. it's it it is what it is if if that five hour game was that enjoyable then it's it's that enjoyable now it's a little bit a different topic but similar, and that would be that the c e o or whatever he is of ready at dawn was coming out and he was basically I don't, I don't know why he even said anything. He said, he came off sounding like a crybaby about this getting leaked. And my whole thing is, is this could have been prevented if you don't have a review embargo for the day before the game. Um, what to me, the only reason to have a review embargo that late in in a game cycle of when it's going to be released is because you want the reviewers to actually sit through, play the game, put time into the game. Well, we all know that this game could be beat if you ran through it in five hours at this point. And that was last week. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously not the case of having an embargo on this game the the case of having the embargo on this game is because there's something wrong with the game that they don't want getting out before the release of it so they can get that first day sales
0: well exactly they, that's why they do that i mean yes
1: yeah, so, so my whole issue is don't come come out sounding like a whiny baby about about people complaining that your game's 5 hours uh, lift the embargo early then if you want to people to see what it's really about and you don't want people crying uh, about the game only being 5 hours let let the let the review gates open the, then, then the arguments mute that day.
2: Exactly. True.
1: And and uh, and uh, another issue to boot is, if it is five hours long, um, the thing is, is it you would you have the that five hour window to um, you, you have to. Oh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. But um, you have that you, you can get as much gameplay in that five hours as possible. That's awesome. But the problem is, is it, half of it was cut scenes. I heard. So, I I don't know. How, how do you guys feel about the whole length of games argument?
2: Who wants to go first?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can go first.
2: All right. Um, for me, I, I'm right there with you. You know, um, to me, it's not the length of the game.
1: It's the motion of the ocean, baby.
2: Oh, here we go. How you play Uh, the game. I would much rather have four hours of pristine perfect gameplay that just blows my freaking mind where I'm like, holy crap, that was amazing than and pay sixty bucks for it than to play a game that's twelve hours long with that four hours of holy crap in there. And eight hours of uh, dragging
0: uh, yeah,
2: dragging and, and filler. I would just, yeah. I, the, it doesn't bother me, you know, and it's funny because a lot of people also complain about the length of, of a game, but then, you know, it's, I think it's a bigger deal when it comes to a single player experience, whereas something like call of duty, modern warfare, you know, that's a, a four hour long campaign. And everybody loved the campaign in that same thing with Halo. You know, a lot of people love love Halo two's campaign and that's about a four hour experience. I think, I don't know. I think it's just, I don't understand it because if it's, if it's awesome and you like it, you know, that value is up to you to decide, not really, I guess somebody else.
1: <laughs> I, I To me, to me, the fact that games are sixty dollars kind of adds to this whole value argument because it's, uh, because you know what if the game is five hours and it's single player only like I'm definitely less likely to buy the game if I know that I'm only going to get five hours out of it at sixty dollars. True. It's it's the pricing I think really because to me like even knocking twenty bucks off that. I I mean I wouldn't even think about the length if it was forty dollars. I think forty dollars is is the price point at which length doesn't matter to me.
0: Okay.
1: I I, I think I think if I'm paying well, you got to look at it. You got to look at what other games release at sixty dollars. Though I mean you got Dragon Age, which is probably like a hundred hours. You got like, you know, you have all the Smash Brothers. You can easily get a hundred hours out of. I, I mean you have all these other games that that release at that price point that you're getting way more <laughs> value out of.
2: Monster Hunter, Um, forty dollars, five hundred hours.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're exactly proving the point. Like it is. I mean, like you gotta. If you're looking at like, if you're looking at like apple to apple, orange to orange. If you're like, and we're talking about not like the quality of gameplay. We're talking about just length of game and value and price of game. Uh, I mean, that if that's all you're looking at, then I mean, there's definitely. It definitely would steer me in the other direction. But uh, you said that if it had the four hours of pristine gameplay, and that's it, you would be all over it. But the problem is, is even if this game is eight to twelve hours, I think we'll only maybe get four hours of that pristine gameplay, and it doesn't even sound like we're going to get that.
2: Yeah. No. From from that little bit of video I watched, like
1: <laughs> it. and and I I don't know. I hope the cutscenes are interesting, but honestly, I'm not a big fan of cutscenes. I think it takes away from the game. And to me, you—if you can't, like—if you can't get your cutscenes in in your message in, in like five minutes or less, it's—I'm pretty much done with it. I mean, I think Bayonetta's is probably the perfect length of cutscene. I—I I would. Would you agree with that?
2: Oh yeah, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, but Bayonetta, yeah. I would say, I would, like, if, I would agree. It's yeah, because it, I mean they're short and they go right back into the where you need, and it. it doesn't yeah. feel like the action breaks.
1: Exactly, and there, I mean, I know we already kind of like went over this sediment last week about Kojima, but I feel like I feel like that's my issue with with Metal Gear is yeah. that you run into like you'll watch a thirty minute cutscene, and it's like by the time you get back to get, playing the game, you don't even want to play the game anymore. You just watch thirty minutes of a movie. Yeah,
2: you play it for minutes and you're getting
0: into
1: it and
0: then you watch another 30 minute movie. Yeah. And we, or or when it comes down to that, you're like, well, I want to keep watching. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I, I mean, that's dropping Friday. I'm definitely interested to try it. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, all this stuff is really free publicity. People were talking about the order. So I don't really think either way you could really complain if you're Sony. Um, I, it got people talking. It was probably trending at some point, and I, I I think everyone that wants to play it is still gonna buy it. I think people are still interested in it. I still w- would like to give it a try. I wish there was a demo, but that seems like it would be the whole game at this point. But um, oh, yeah, that was a j- that that was a jab right there. Um, but uh...
2: <laughs> that's okay. On on that, I think the the biggest issue that I saw for for that was somebody that watched the video. It's not, I think the, not only the length is bad, but they showed pictures of, or scenes of like a boss fight, Mm -hmm. like the end of the fourth chapter or something like that, and the final boss fight, and it's using the exact same, like framing and animations and everything.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Captain Toad does that, but that was a $40 game, so. Yeah. Very (laughs) true.
0: Very true. Mm-hmm. but the, yeah it's and, also and a it, lot more levels i'm assuming in that one too
1: <laughs> and it probably takes you a longer time yeah but anyways um so let's let's uh i, I don't want to bash sony come on um I, I still am looking forward to playing the game but but let's get over to is there any xbox news for the week
0: uh i haven't really seen anything
1: yeah i haven't seen anything either so we'll uh, jump over to to. oh wait uh, we got some xbox news a
0: little
2: news. bit yes Go ahead. Today, the the studio that was um, actually developing the Phantom Dust remake,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, uh, shuttered. The, Microsoft is no longer uh, making the game with them. They they closed the studio down. I guess um, they're still going to work on Phantom Dust, but that studio is no longer doing it.
1: Okay, and by they you mean Microsoft Game Studios is still going to work on it? <laughs>
2: Yeah, they they didn't really say who's doing it, but the the studio. I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, that was working on it. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I I think they were like an, a Microsoft offshoot. They okay, closed gotcha. that studio down and are, and are handing it to somebody else to finish.
1: Okay. Interesting. So um, so from there we'll we'll go ahead and and jump into some Nintendo news. Let's start with the, um, we'll just talk about, um, real quick Friday, uh, Kirby and the rainbow curse comes out. I'm looking forward to it. I will be picking it up. Um, I believe me and Ryan will be doing an impression podcast on Saturday evening, so we'll probably have that up on Sunday at some point. Uh, if you get the game, Mike, you're more than welcome to join us, but I doubt you'll get it. <laughs> so, <not>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: yeah. So, me and Ryan will be, we'll be talking Kirby. Um, I was a huge fan of Canvas Curse. I know it didn't start as a Kirby game, most likely. Um, they probably threw the Kirby skin on it last minute to help sell it. Uh, I just think the gameplay of the idea and the gameplay of Canvas Curse – was really awesome and it really was one of the first games to show off the ds system in the two screens so i'm i'm kind of excited to see how they're going to do it on the wii u and i really think that the claymation art style is very 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 unique and awesome so yeah be on the lookout for that impressions podcast but let's get go ahead and jump into some news um so they announced today at the investors meeting that some of the harder to find Amiibo will be coming out in card format for the NFC reader. Um, well, what are you guys' feelings about that?
0: Are oh, you talking about the
2: doesn't bo- bother me?
0: Yeah.
2: The,
1: the cards.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I'm. I really don't have. I don't really care. <laughs>
1: so, so if you missed one of the Amiibo, would you buy a card? Or yeah. would you just say screw it?
0: I'd say screw it because I'm like, eh, if I if I don't if, if there's an amiibo that I want that I can't get, I'm just not going to get it. I'm not going to buy a card.
1: Would you buy a card, Ryan?
0: Um, <laughs> if I missed an amiibo,
1: yeah.
2: Um, probably not because I missed an amiibo. If I was to buy the card, I would buy the card because I wanted the card.
1: Okay. For so, whatever reason. So so if you missed the one, you <laughs> buy the card as a makeup. No. So, but, oh, okay, let's play Let's play Devil's Advocate. Not, so, like, say you missed Ike. You can't get any Ike anywhere, and but you want Ike in Codename Steam. Would you buy the card for that?
0: Yes. If okay. I wanted it bad enough, yeah. If I wanted it specifically to play in within the game, yeah, sure, why not?
1: Okay, so, so if it did something in a game that you wanted, you would purchase it, but you wouldn't get it as a... Replacement for the action figure. Exactly,
0: and I wouldn't pay thirteen dollars for the card if the card well, was no, like. No, no, they, they
1: said it's going to be a cheaper alternative. So I, know, I'm, I know. I'm guessing like seven or eight bucks.
0: Yeah. It, so it, it'd have to be at the right price point for me to be like. yeah, And I sure. hope it's
1: like a hard plastic card. Like <laughs> I, I, I hope it's not like a like a bendy card. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a cardboard not a card. card, but like a, yeah. a really nice. Yeah, like 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 a like a hard card like i don't know I, I I don't know i hope it doesn't like, like i hope it's like a little bit thicker and harder than like a credit card
0: yeah like i'm I, just I w- asking for too much no <laughs> i'm not asking for too much i'm
1: never asking for too much they're I,
0: trying I, to make it cheaper so they don't have to print all that plastic out for the thing i don't
1: want anything from nintendo <laughs> nope oh, man. just 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 everything not anything um well, <laughs> so uh some of the other news was that they um they're having a free download app for the wii u which you i guess you can get demos mm-hmm. um from for the nes and the super nes from your amiibo for the first half of the year i i think it would be cooler if you could keep the game and it wasn't just a demo yeah. but I, i'll but i'll take what i can get
0: yeah i, I mean what are they going to charge you know
1: oh no it's a nothing they're it's all free it, oh. it, it, they're still charging the same if you want to buy the game. It's still five and eight dollars respectively, but you can play you can play the game for free. Um, the demos of them. Yeah. I I mean the thing is is like I've already bought the i, I pretty much own, own probably every single NES game that uses those characters. I was just so. gonna
0: say yeah. I mean I I already have the games either the physical cartridges or you know the the downloads on my Wii U. So it's like. Eh. These, these news tidbits aren't really exciting me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, they're going to release the external NFC reader for the existing 3DS systems in the summer. Um, they're going to drive compatibility with the 3DS platform. Um, I mean, that's all stuff we already knew they were going to do. Yeah. That's not really anything that's – I would say that's blowing me away. Um, I, I do think it's funny they released some of the, the – um, sales charts of the amiibo and i think it's funny that the top sell-through are all the ones that are extremely hard to find and they never they decided not to make anymore so well it's
0: just like what we were talking about a little bit before um we we started the the podcast we had like a little mini conversation it's like when you show people what they can't get it becomes the most popular one
1: exactly but I, i i I mean and, and is it part Nintendo? Sure. Is it part scalpers being idiots? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, it's a little bit of it's a little bit of both in there.
2: <laughs> and is and is it part old school marketing? Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah, well I mean they and did it with the Wii and they did a very good job of w- it
2: with the Wii. Supply
0: and demand, you know.
2: Yep. Everybody wants what they can't have. But I also think it's also kind of weird and regional. Well, you know, like with Toon Link. Some people couldn't find it. I walked into the local Walmart, and they had five sitting on the shelf. So,
1: That's, yeah, and, and I benefited from that. So, thank you very much, yep. sir. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you Unfortunately, know, plus... my oh, sorry, Walmart's uh, all Mario and Princess Peach. That's all they have at my Walmart. Uh,
0: you know, mine same same. No, they have Mario, Lu- Luigi, and Peach. Yep. You
2: know, plus. Plus, Nintendo's, when it comes to their money, they're, you know, they they operate on a little on the conservative end. They don't just, they're not going to print, you know, millions of each figure like, say, uh, Skylanders or Infinity. One, because they probably just don't want to spend the money and, and have it sitting up on the shelf. And two, they don't have, they, they're not given that much self-space in any of the retailers except for a place like maybe Toys R Us.
1: Yeah, but I I feel like maybe like the amiibo have has earned them a little bit more shelf space with the sales that they've been doing.
2: I I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> unless I, they're they're making the retail partners mad because they can't keep it in stock. But.
1: Well, that's 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 a good point too. Um, but you know, you it, it comes back around to the fact that they. They hurt Disney big time this fall with mm-hmm. the with their amiibo. They, Disney's, um, I think they said their toy line went down half, and that's you got to think. Are you sure
0: including. it was half? I mean, that's kind of much since they have a wider range of IP than Nintendo does.
1: Yeah, but you got to think that's um, going up against Skylanders and going up against amiibo. So, that, yep. you, are you asking? Do I think Nintendo could take half of their business? Absolutely.
2: Mm. Well, and and Mario. Worldwide is a more recognizable, um, I guess, character than even good old Mickey Mouse himself.
0: So. Oh, that's that's true.
1: Well, and you also got to think uh, a lot of the sales of Disney Affinity before they gimped the version was on the Wii U, and on the regular Wii. Well, they didn't make uh, Infinity 2.0 on the regular Wii. They only made it for the Wii U, and it was, uh, from what I hear, it was it wasn't that great of a port. And nope. If if you're already buying figures on the Wii U, don't you think you're gonna buy Nintendo figures over Disney Infinity figures?
0: Yeah, I suppose so.
1: So I I mean Nintendo Nintendo releasing a toy line probably looked pretty scary to Disney and and Infinite, or and uh, Activision.
0: Well, yeah, because they're a bigger player for sure.
1: Absolutely.
2: Well, and we know Nintendo first party stuff sells much better on their platforms than third party stuff does, so That is true.
1: That that is true. And that comes down to another little bit of tid, bit of news I want to talk about. And uh coming from um Damon Baker, is that his name? Did I get that right? Yeah. And he's the um he's the guy that took over the indie um basically I guess he's head of indies or eShop stuff for Nintendo. Um, he took over Dan Edelman's position, and he said today that that Nintendo was really... They would like to get sports games and shooters on their console, but they don't want... They want quality products, and they want it done right. So, that, uh, to me, like that shot's fired at third-party, but it's kind of necessary shots that need to be fired because Nintendo, to me, has always played it safe with third-parties. They've never really said anything negative about third-parties. But you always see uh, Ubisoft or EA or, you know, we have to wait for the fan base to improve. Uh, Nintendo made bad decisions here. They, they, you know, you'll hear third-parties bad mouth Nintendo, but you never heard Nintendo bad mouth a third-party. And I, even though this was kind of like a side swipe jab kind of like, like, like it's, it's like it's there, but it's, it's not there. It it, kind of felt like it it was, it kind of made me happy to see someone from Nintendo, like kind of like make that shot fired.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, they've, Mm -hmm. they've said like similar things in the past. I think it's true. You know, they, these third parties and their B teams on stuff too. They're not giving it to their, their A teams.
1: Yeah, Mr. T isn't seeing it at all. So, um, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I I had to go there with the uh, the A Team comment.
2: Oh, yeah. Did I cut out or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you might yeah, have cut out did. a little bit. Oh uh, <laughs> no!
2: Yeah, they. I mean, they've. Uh, you know, I, I think it was during. Well, yeah, during the Wii, they they made a couple comments about, um the third parties putting their, their B teams on the projects and not putting their A teams on stuff, you know, like say Ubisoft Montreal does the port for everything, but the Wii version, then they choose, you know, Ubisoft, you know, playground, backyard school team.
1: Yeah. And, and and you could tell the quality difference um, between the, the ports, but you know, it, it, that also kind of falls on Nintendo because they, they don't keep up with the technology and it kind of, it kind of it kind of hinders them a little bit uh because like then you have to instead of making a straight port you then they have to go in they have to kind of make a game from the ground up and you, it it kind of hurts it but you know what you know what kills me is if they make a game for the Xbox 360 or they make a game for the PlayStation 3 there's no reason they don't put the game on the Wii U
2: well yeah cause, and the Wii U is more powerful so it makes zero sense
1: yeah, at that point, they're, they're, they're just being jerks for not putting a game on the Wii U. Like, there's no reason. they And they already have the engine for Madden running on the Wii U, so the, there's no reason not to put Madden or FIFA or, you know, sports games on the Wii U. You're just doing it to be a jerk.
0: <laughs>
2: but, uh, <laughs> but I think, you know, that, that also just comes down to the fact that, you know, Nintendo at one point in time tried to play with everybody else and did, Hey, let's make a system that's just as powerful as everybody else, and we'll do the same thing. And third parties still didn't show up to the party.
1: Yeah, I I agree, and you know they they had it well. You know the you gotta admit though, the launch lineup for the Wii U was pretty nice. They had Darksiders 2, Epic Mickey. They, I mean, they're they, they oh, had oh no, it
2: was fantastic.
1: Unfortunately, um. You know what? You know what kills me, actually. I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and say this: is that Zombie U sold really very very well, and Ubisoft doesn't want to admit it.
2: Oh yeah, because it's at what seven seven hundred thousand copies or something, or close to a million now.
1: Yeah, it's it's up there, and and Ubisoft does not want to admit that Zombie U two or uh, Zombie U sold well. I I don't know if anything ever came from that Zombie two or Zombie U two. <laughs> With Bono, right? Um, or Bono and Edge. But uh, if anything ever came from that, uh, that link that they had out there on, I think Amazon had it posted for a while.
2: Oh, the one where supposedly was it Namco?
1: Yeah, it yeah. Na- Namco was supposedly picked it up and was making the the sequel. And I mean, can I see a sequel to it? Absolutely. I, I mean, they, it it was a decent game, but. And it sold well. I, 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 but it's it's weird. It's it always falls in that that range. Is like, why won't they admit it? It, it was successful.
2: because uh, then you know they they'd have to eat crow. They can't do that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, so yeah, keep keep an eye out for our Kirby podcast that'll be coming up this weekend. Uh, is there anything you want to add in, Michael? Nope. <laughs> Don't, don't ruin anything from Walking Dead. I'm not caught up. Oh,
0: maybe I will then. No, I'm
1: don't be a <laughs> jerk. <laughs>
0: if you uh, have I'll, access to Facebook, I'm surprised that you know you haven't really seen anything. So
1: I'll, I'll ruin Agent Carter Ready? for you right now.
0: I've been keeping up to oh. date. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Uh, how far are you? are you? Are you all caught up with Agent Carter?
0: Um, I'd have to check, but I think I'm like five episodes or four episodes in.
1: Okay, so you didn't see the last episode, then?
0: No, I didn't. I, not the most recent recent.
1: I am so stoked for these last two episodes. I can't even begin to tell you.
0: I want. I want to know if they're going to start leading into a movie that's coming. No,
1: that no, they won't lead into a movie. Um, ha, have you seen them go into the Black Widow program at all? No. Where you're at? Okay, so you're you're actually might be further than that behind. Um, but oh, they...
0: I'm 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 two behind because the last episode I saw was episode four. I have to see five and six.
1: Okay, yeah, there, the the end of the last episode, which would have been episode six, um, what is leading into this next episode, which is going to be super intense. I don't want to ruin anything for you. I, I I don't want to say too much, but I I think they I think there's going to be some some good uh some good sequences in this episode.
0: Sweet. Well, I'll have to give it a watch after this podcast.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then Agents of <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. will be picking up again.
0: Yes, I'm excited about that. With Yeah, me with too. With Quake making yes. her debut.
1: Well, she's been in the show, but as Quake, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you think they're still going to call her Skye, or you think they're going to start calling her Daisy?
0: Um, I think they might start calling her by her, by her real name, Daisy. Yeah.
1: I, I like Sky. I I hope they keep Sky. I I like the name Sky. It's
0: really hippy dippy, man. I don't know. So oh, Daisy, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. No.
1: Name your kid after a flower. So you know, it'll
2: it's it'll probably be one of those things where they they'll they'll call her Sky, but then she'll come to grips with who she is and she'll ask to be
0: called Daisy. Yeah. And that's how
2: it'll that'll happen. So we'll probably get a little bit of both.
0: Or her yeah. dad, do- or. Her- yeah, yeah. Her dad's going to just keep calling her the daisy.
1: Who, Mr. Hyde?
0: Yeah.
2: <gasps> Friggin' Kyle McLaughlin, man. <laughs> you know, he's, all,
1: he, he's awesome in that role, man. Killing it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I just... I'm I'm interested to see how they play with the Inhumans into the... If if it plays into the Avengers Age of Ultron. Because oh, yeah. I know... I, I know now... Well, I know that they've already stated that Scarlet Witch and, um... Quicksilver are both Inhumans. They're not. They're not using them as sons of Magn or son- children of Magneto, which makes sense. since they don't have the rights to X Men or Magneto,
0: yeah. Um, but I mean, you'll still see. Well, Inhumans is going to have its own movie, anyway. So, but I want to see how all the tie-ins come through
1: but but like to me they've introduced the hum in humans very early considering the movie's not even scheduled until 2019 so i, I, I it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out to, like to wait all the way until 2019 for the movie
0: yeah um I mean, well i think there's there might be setting up um certain th- i don't know if you're familiar with the story but um I wonder if they're just setting up, like, the the, the, pre, the prequel things so that the, when the movie comes out, people aren't like, what the heck's going on? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I think – what were you going to say, Ryan? I heard you um, you wanted to say something in there. Oh,
0: well, it's going to be interesting to see if
2: the, the Inhumans that we're seeing now, like Scarlet Witch, um, Quicksilver, you know, Sky is Quake, and then um, the other guy that's showing up in the show too, and Reyna, like, are they going to be in the Inhumans movie? Or,
0: mm. you know, maybe
1: who knows? Yeah, I, honestly, I think that I think the movie Are might just take
2: it separate.
1: I think it'll be separate. I think the movie's gonna take place on a distant planet. I think it's gonna be more like Guardians, kind of like an in, in, in outer space kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm off, but yeah, I, I'm... I think. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No, I, was going
1: going to, ahead, I, I was going to say I, I really feel like the reason they brought the Inhumans in this early was to set up the Civil War because since they didn't have the X Men for the Mutant Registration Act, I think they kind of brought in the Inhumans for the to register the Inhumans.
2: Ah, uh, well, and and it's kind of well, funny because you talk that—that's what I'm thinking the Inhumans are going to be because they don't have the rights to the X Men, is using the Inhumans as basically their their X Men for their. What would would have been X-Men movies, but instead they're well, going to use them. I mean,
0: the, they're, the X-Men is still in the same universe, but, like, X-Men aren't Inhuman. Like, Inhumans are just are humans, but they're yeah. – it, it's a long story. you got to look it up. But, I mean, <laughs> Inhumans does take place on Earth still as well as other point, plan- you know. So it's
1: Yeah, but but what we we were getting at is since like Marvel can't use the X-Men in their cinematic universe, that they're kind of using the Inhumans to take the place of the X-Men. Yeah. That, oh, that's.
0: No, the, I don't think. I don't think. So. I mean, uh, it's just well, part no, no, of no, the no, franchises. No, no. But I, no, I don't no, think they're like going to use it to replace them.
1: You're, you're not looking at it like like we're trying to describe it. You're looking at it as like, okay, Wolverine's gone. Now it's, it's Inhuman. No, we're not saying like that. We're just oh, saying oh, like say. instead of having mutants in the in the in the, in the uh, Marvel universe since they can't use mutants because like Fox has the rights to that. Which is they're using they the Inhumans. It. <laughs> well, they're not going to though because of the Marvel was having money issues when they they made those deals.
0: Wolverine um, is a huge component to you know. I mean, look at
1: Spider-Man. Never say never, but I I, I really don't see them in Fox. Ever coming up with a, with a deal, they but <laughs> but they're they're taking mutants as a general. Not don't look at it as X Men and Inhumans. They're taking mutants as, in a general sense because they don't have mutants. They can't use mutants, so they're using Inhumans as the mutants. That way they can set up the storylines such as Civil War, where they could they could register the Inhumans. So so they're because if you look at it, if it's just those five or six heroes, who are they registering? Like what's the Civil War about? Like it, yeah. that, that storyline doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, that's true. They, but
1: but if if all these people start gaining powers and they they're having like the age of magic or whatever they they were alluding to, I just
0: hope that they keep the Terrigen Mist and all the explosions and experiments true to the Inhuman story and not just say one day the dawn of man, everybody woke up and there are some mutants. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, the way that oh, they the way they showed Sky is like she had to touch the whatever that thing was the the, the obelisk.
0: But, Doblisk, she, yeah. yeah.
1: She had to touch that in order to, to activate her power.
0: But the way the Inhumans come come to be recognized is because of that and they were awoken, Um, a, a bomb was exploded that had Terrigen in it and it unleashed across huge – around the globe actually because it, it got caught up in the storm. And then people that were – had the Inhuman gene in them started surfacing all over well, the world.
1: Well, I, and, and I think uh, maybe, maybe we'll <coughs> see that in – Age of Ultron. Maybe we'll see that in Doctor Strange. I mean, there's there's so much, there's so yeah, many movies you might even coming see up. It in
0: the TV show, series show, alluding to it, and then it actually happens in one of the movies that comes out after that. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, and and I think I think you were more likely to see that something of that scale in a movie. I mean, you might we might see that in Age of Ultron because I mean we might see Ultron Possible.
0: do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean that's totally feasible. I don't know. And
1: and then that's you got to think the movie after that's Ant Man. So I don't know where they're going with Ant Man and I don't know what direction they want to go in with Ant Man. But that's but like whatever whatever goes from civil or from Age of Ultron to Civil War, Ant Man's like the only thing in between. I mean they might have yeah. another season of they might have another season of Agents of Shield, which kind of brings well, it. I I into, think they
0: will. They'll have they'll have Agent Carter, uh they'll have Agents of Shield. And then um, they have their other two, uh, you know, Daredevil. Flash and Green Arrow and Daredevil.
1: Oh, Flash and Green Arrow, that's DC, buddy.
0: No, I know, but I'm just saying, there's all these other comic book um, TV shows. They're not just going to put them all on pause, you know what I mean? No,
1: they're not, but Agent, uh, Agent Carter, they already said, is going to be a one-off, so they're not going to do any more Agent yeah. Carter. Um, they they haven't renewed Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. I, I agree with you I hope, in, in they saying do. they will renew it. Um, they just made, uh, what's her name, Nightingale? Is that her name?
0: Uh, oh, um, I forget.
1: Is, is that so, that character the the girl that just joined the team? It's she's Nightingale, right?
0: Oh yeah, the Adrian
2: Palicki or whatever. He yeah, was. yeah, they they just
1: moved bumped her up to a series regular. So, um, the fact that they're that that show's always evolving, it seems like, and mm-hmm. they, they kind of like it, it's never in a set direction and it's always changing, which is kind of good and that makes the show more interesting. Um, I but so. yeah, I, I could I could agree with you. I think that they will renew that. Um. Like Ryan had mentioned, Daredevil is coming out in yep. April. Um, followed by uh, Jessica Jones, is that what it's called? I
2: think so,
1: and that's going to be in the fall. Mm-hmm. So, and, and those both do also take place within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, well, yeah. Um, so that that's all tied into to what they're doing in the movies and it's, on their shows. So they're doing a really good job of it right now.
0: If they're smart, they'll keep tying them in.
1: Oh, I I think they will. Anything they make, I think they will because, I I just think they have to. I don't know. I would love to see Blade like join in too. Blade's oh. awesome.
2: <laughs> I would my mind and, and it's funny. I wouldn't even mind if it was Wesley Snipes, honestly.
1: You know, I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, you know, I, as much as I think about it, I can still not think of anybody better than Wesley Snipes. I'm just no. like, I'm like, if if I could think of somebody that might pull it off better than Wesley Snipes, I'd be like, okay, go with this guy. But I still like, I I like, I'm like looking for an actor out there that could pull it off better, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't see it. That'd be I, I
0: sweet as hell if they tied him in to like the movies somehow.
1: Oh, I I would love for them to... And he's part of the
0: universe, so... Yep, exactly. I mean...
1: Well, and he was such a
2: huge... Wesley Snipes was such a huge proponent and integral in getting those films made, too, that I'm surprised that he's not trying to lobby a way to get that in there.
1: You know, anybody that says Iron Man started, like, the comic book, movies or even spider-man it it, it is like it should be joking themselves like blade Blade like like really didn't
0: it like the late yeah blade were like
1: the first comic book movies that i think was like really like you can look at it well that and like the crow probably
0: where you can where
1: you can look at it and be like man like like comic book like if they do it right a comic book movie could be awesome yeah and, and like, yeah, like, Blade, the first two Blades was awesome. Or, I, I enjoyed the third Blade. It has some good comic actually, value to it. <laughs> actually, actually, it was
0: probably, like, Superman that started it all off. Uh,
1: yeah, but those are, like, those are old and they're kind of corny. I don't know.
0: But I,
2: but. I would say that the new era of comic book movies, yeah, would definitely be, like. Well, Blade, probably yeah. Probably Blade Because that and was. And then the, yeah. Look at that. Come you know. Like that? Did you still have Tim Burton's Batman?
1: Which yeah. was very, which was very good, but it like, I, I, it doesn't capture the same essence that Batman Begins captures.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, Blade came out in ninety eight.
1: The, the first Blade came out in ninety eight.
0: I believe yeah. so. Yeah. hmm.
1: Really? Yeah. I, sworn, it came out earlier than that. Nope.
0: Nineteen ninety eight. August twenty wow. first, nineteen
1: ninety eight. But yeah, so I mean, that was that around the same time as Spider Man, or Spider Man slightly after.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I well, didn't look
2: Original Spider Man was um, wasn't that two thousand and one? Because yeah, because he had the Twin Towers behind him, and they had the oh, that's they right. Really you're, you're
1: right. From,
0: so. Yep.
1: Yep. You're right. So uh, yeah. So so I mean, Blade really did. I oh, two
0: thousand
1: two. Start that, and then I'm
0: looking. Well, yeah, I just
1: it, looked at IMDb. <laughs> and you have to put it kind of close to the Sony PS3 coming out, since they used that font. Yep. <laughs> Same
0: exact font. <laughs> well,
1: uh, the Spider Man font. But Yeah. But yeah, we could we could go on talking about yeah, that forever. Let's, yeah, let's, out, yeah. We'll go ahead and cut it off. Uh you know, we'll 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 re- revisit Marvel maybe after uh Maybe after the um, Daredevil series drops on Netflix and we'll we'll give our opinions on that. Or maybe after Agent Carter ends, we'll we'll discuss the series as a whole. But, um, yeah. So, again, be, be on the lookout for our Kirby podcast. That will be coming up this weekend. Episode 26 we'll be recording next week. Um, and that, that's all we have for this evening. So, I'm Anthony.
0: And I'm
2: Michael. And I'm Ryan. <laughs>
1: all right. Together, we are game-graving.com. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. and Nintendo favor. <laughs> yep,
0: that's it. Oh. <laughs> right, bye.